Welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rantz. Welcome back, Cotters. Yes, hey, indeed. Papa. Papa, papa. I would like to apologize to our listeners. Uh, we missed a couple of weeks, and that was all my fault. I believe yes, it. it was. Yeah. I believe it. I had it all scheduled in and everything, and then Joel's like, I don't feel good. Right. I've got to work. I got, I got sick two weeks ago, and last week I was buried in work, and I had to spend Paper the entire weekend. Paperwork. But we're back. We're and back. We're, and, we're, and we're better than ever. We you, are way better than ever. This is ever. what bothers me about Joel with the paperwork excuse. Is by him saying that, that means that he didn't have like an hour and a half at all that day where he didn't do work. And I just don't buy it. I, I had like uh, nine or ten hours of work to do. Right. And you probably had like three or four hours where you weren't sleeping and weren't working <laughs> that you could have been doing the podcast, right? In, in the morning before the podcast? I wake up This early. is a very motivated man you're talking I wake up I, early. I, this I is someone who's not understand. taking excuses. Yeah. I, but I, I, I stay up late during the week because I have trouble getting to sleep so that I need to catch up on sleep on the weekend. You should do so. a sleep study. I should actually. I do yeah. wonder if I have apnea, like sleep apnea. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, I which... know you do because I've heard you snore. Okay. Yeah. Holy crap! No, can you tell from the snore if it's apnea? Well, if you're stop breathing because you're snoring, like I do that, my wife does that. Like you can hear it, like the snores aren't consistent, yeah. and then you hear <coughs> a little bit. And yeah. They start breathing again. Yeah. So that's I... apnea or not apnea? It's that's apnea. Sleep apnea. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I and it it. That's I think it bad. That's yeah, bad. It interrupts your sleep cycle. Bad for your heart. Yeah, so I'm wondering if... Brain needs oxygen, too, I've heard. Oh, yeah, yeah. me don't think good because of my apnea. <laughs> if I yeah. do have sleep apnea, that would be almost a relief because it would be an explanation for a whole bunch of other health problems. So it'd be like, oh, one fell swoop here. Yeah. I think you have awake apnea. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. That is somehow the cruelest thing ever, ever said to me. <laughs> what do we got in the show today? Oh, uh, so exciting. We've got the Undersecretary of White House Events and Golf Travel, Dan Blickman, to talk whoa, 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 about whoa, no, the, wait a second, the women's soccer team's oh, doing good. Say, this and they're like, pocket. I don't want to visit the White House. So Dan Blickman, who is the Undersecretary of White House Events and Golf Travel, is going to come in and clear the air. Well, wait a minute. Is he going to clear the air? Is he going to be pitching? Is he going to be trying to entice them? How's he clearing oh, the air? I, What's I, I think that he's going to talk about how this is all going down. It's yeah, interesting. Okay. I okay. heard that Dan Blickman was personally placed in charge of getting as many members of the Women's World Cup team to the White House. Of course, it's a photo op. As possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want that. You want and, that. And, you know, he's got a boss who does not take uh, does not take failure kindly, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have a wide world of weird sports. Goddamn right we do. And news, news, news. But first, Michigan baseball update, watch, update. Michigan baseball update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Hashtag Pure Michigan. Here's a shot of a lake. Here's a shot of a water skier. Here's a shot of a pontoon boat. Here's a shot of somebody drinking a beer on a pontoon boat. Hashtag Pure Michigan. That was good. Michigan baseball loses in College Baseball World Series. Subheadline, college baseball is a thing, semicolon. (laughs) But how much of a thing? Great question. I've never heard of it. Uh, Michigan went to the College Baseball World Series, and a little humble brag, I've now watched more college baseball games than anyone I know who wasn't texting me 
during those games. Mm, makes sense. Yep. I don't think I've ever finished one. <laughs> no, I, I never watched an entire college baseball game my entire life until yeah. now. But this is not to talk about the Michigan Nines' improbable run, a cold-weather school filled with guys who grew up taking grounders off gym floors in February, taking down college baseball titans, <laughs> filled with guys named Connor who played travel yeah, ball yeah, it sure and seems. have moms that look pretty dece. <laughs> but, no, this is about a baseball fan, a college sports fan, who finally watched college baseball and some takeaways from it. Ooh. Oh, you learned. Oh. First of all, huge. I'm a huge hypocrite. Okay, yeah. a lot of NFL and NBA fans always talk about uh, they don't get into college football or college basketball because the quality of play makes it an inferior product. Oh yeah, makes sense. And my response is, I go like full hippie, and I'm always like, it's not about that, man. Obviously, the corporate professional league with its Bud Light Limerita linebackers and <laughs> Amazon Fresh power forwards will always be bigger, stronger, faster, brother, man. Right. Yeah. But while you're watching White Claw hard seltzer flavors race on a video board, the so the third tech, so the third deck can win free tacos, numbing the hoi polloi to their own oppression for one more day. Hmm. I'm singing a fight song with the marching band and cheering for players playing for each other. Yeah, yeah. and eventual pro careers. But yeah, well, here's the thing, and, and when I do this, I leave myself very open to the valid criticism that the NCAA is a cartel that uses slave labor. Mm -hmm. Right, which. Fair, but I never forget. But then I go, then I go back to the pageantry, <laughs> the pageantry of the NCAA. And now here's the thing: professional baseball is a sport I've watched it more than any other sport. Mm -hmm. And I found myself watching college games, thinking, "Can't anybody here play this game?" Yeah. <laughs> which makes sense. They're kids. Yeah, I just oh. it's one of those things. Like I always am like, "Oh no, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's not about that." And then enter a guy who's only watched Major League Baseball and a lot of Major League Baseball at that. Yeah. And suddenly I'm a fucking coach. Yeah, sure. Watch the ball into your glove, head down. Don't think about the right, throw to first. Glove on the ground. Glove on the ground. Watch it, and if you charge it, it's not going to take a bad hop on you. Right. Keep your eye on the fruit. Well, uh, I mean, I will say as the the one sport that I do watch both uh, with some consistency is football. Right. And in that one, I've never been able to come up like at, at least in that one, I'm always like, oh yeah, it's not even comparable. Right. Yeah. yeah. That 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 you know, and I've always as much I like college basketball and a pro basketball. Our friend Mike Menino always says the same thing about the NBA versus college basketball, yeah. and I can't blame him. No, no, because yeah. it's but it's not about that, man. Yeah. No. You, That's you're what right. I'm like. But you know, but here's the thing: there's no no pageantry with college baseball. They don't have the marching band playing right through every at bat, unless you count wild pitches and passed balls. In which case, there's four or five fucking pageantries an inning. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, none I'm... of these catchers can frame. <laughs> oh, and no. they got scholarships to U of M. Yeah, to play baseball. Dang. Anyway, Michigan... I imagine. I imagine how much <laughs> we, we yell at relievers in the Tigers when they throw like four or five straight balls. Yeah. I imagine in college baseball, you're more sympathetic because you're like, I really don't think you can get it over the plate. There's so many wild pitches and pass balls. <laughs> yeah. More than I've seen in my entire life. Sure. Makes you understand why a catcher's so important. <laughs> Michigan baseball update, watch update. Michigan baseball update, watch update. Brought to you by... Hashtag Pure Michigan. Here's a ski slope. Here's the little bar thing that you hold on to to get to the top of the ski slope. Here's a kid on a ski slope. Hashtag Pure Michigan. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Women's World Cup, every other country death watch. <laughs> Women's World Cup, every other country death watch. Brought to you by... Cups. You can drink out of cups if you've got the liquid. And note, note, not the other kind of cups. 
Right. Well, that, that would be a bad sponsorship be a bad for the sponsorship. Women's World Oh, no. Athletic is... supporters. Yeah. Right. You're not yeah. talking about that. Yeah. We did yeah. explain to the Cups Council that there could be some confusion, but uh, but they yeah. said go for it. U.S. Women's National Team advances to World Cup final. Subheadline, these are the soccer players your mother warned you about. Oh. Team USA will be playing the Netherlands in their fourth World Cup final Sunday. The only country that probably speaks better English than them. Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man. And uh, maybe the best part of all this is the sweet bad girl rep they're getting. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. They don't give a damn about their bad reputation. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex Morgan uh, scored what proved to be the decisive goal in a 2-1 win over, against England. Yep. Take that, England. And in doing so, she ran toward a corner flag and mimicked, mimicked drinking a cup of tea. I even watched this on, like, YouTube. Badass. I, I made a great. point of watching a soccer highlight on YouTube. Because of the taunting. Yeah. Right. It makes it fun. And after the game, she said it was just a little pinkies up. That's the tea. Her intent was to mock all the gossip, or tea, as the mm-hmm. word can mean these days, about the U.S. team. Mm-hmm. Something was lost in translation, though, because many thought she was smacking England and its tradition of drinking tea. Oh, that would be harsh. <laughs> how, how dare you? Yeah, don't touch our tea. Uh, after the game, some people were critical of the celebration. Others spoke out about the celebration being too over the top and look at me. They said it's not the proper way to celebrate a goal. Oh, come oh. on. Look at Fucking every guy's Christ. soccer game where they're running around like airplanes. Uh, yeah, I, I call total bullshit in that. You want to be upset about our celebrations, Europe. Why don't you actually play the sport that you like well enough to beat our women's team? Yeah, because you're not good enough. Uh, yeah, so exactly. So she hit back at her critics about this goal celebration by saying that this controversy is proof of a double standard for female athletes. Right? Mm. Well, I was like, right. That's the proof yeah. of the double standard against <laughs> no uh, I mean, you could have really named anything. Right? <laughs> but you went with taunting. Oh, yeah, okay. Sure. All right. up, up until now, <laughs> I thought everything was even Steven. I would have gone with pay inequity was, first. Right. Yeah. Income inequity, yeah. I thought it was You're the winners. Be- men are losers. They're making more money for it. Than oh, you. sure. Yeah. What gives there? Again, I had looked right past that. But now that you mentioned the pinky tea thing... I'm starting to realize, yeah, there might be some real... <laughs> so here, here's the quote. I feel like there is some sort of double standard for females in sports. To feel like we have to be humble in our successes and have to celebrate, but not too much or in a limited fashion. You see men celebrating all over the world in big tournaments, grabbing their sacks or whatever it is. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and when I look at sipping a cup of tea, I mean, I'm a little taken aback by the criticism. Excellent. Now, here's the thing. I think some women throw around the men itching their balls, grabbing themselves. It's like, yeah. you know, in a way that's like, that's not, this is a perfect way to make her point. Oh, sure. This is the I perfect agree. way and time and place to make the point about dudes grabbing their balls. That's I am true. a big fan of this lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, speaking of the media, she explained that uh, the celebration was partly an homage to English actress Sophie Turner, the former Game mm. of Thrones star, is known yeah. for her Instagram stories in which she offers opinions or commentary on current events and signs off with the phrase, and that's the tea. She does. Before sipping from a cup. Which, man, I really hope that's not what she was going for with the sipping from the tea mocking thing. Yeah. I like really? it better if it's just, fuck you, England. I know, Bunch right? of tea drinkers. Tea bag this sack. I like that people have social media literacy, <laughs> like the people who do Salt Bay after they do something good. <laughs> oh, I do like that. Oh, it's so good. Uh Right, Joel? You work on the <laughs> I, internet, Joel. I don't but know. But you don't what know any of these things because you yeah. never go on Reddit. 
I'll tell you what this is like. It's it's like when uh, when they interview the pitcher after the game, and they're just sort of like, did you mean to throw at that guy? And he's like, oh, no, it just got away from me. Yeah, because he can't say. Yeah. Because then I'm, he'd really be in trouble. I'm reasonable. Because you got to remember, like, I don't know. That's all... a deep cut. Is that is that well-known enough, social media-wise, that she could just pull yeah. that out as like a, no, no, I, I was what, doing the that. Sophie Turner thing? Yeah. Sophie Turner's Instagram is huge. Right. But, I, but I, what I'm saying is, is it is it plausible that she didn't do it as an homage and then just went, um, no, I did it because of that? No, it feels well. That's Sophie, Sophie Turner's, Turner's not the only the thing one that does that. With her pinky out. Oh, I'd have to recheck. I don't know. <laughs> I I I I don't. And also, what? But that's a very popular what's series. What's the context for making a Sophie Turner reference at that specific moment? She was saying, "That's the tea, man." Yeah. Which is also a very popular thing that people talk about. I'm not buying it. I'm going to give Alex Morgan the benefit of the doubt and say <laughs> that she was totally trolling the team that she just... I mean, I prefer, I prefer that, that version. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. way better. Uh, so asked in an interview uh, what uh, Megan Rapinoe thought of the backlash. She said, wow, wow, wow. I mean, it's like we're at the World Cup. What do you want us to do? This is the biggest stage, the biggest moment. I don't think anyone truly believes that we disrespect the game or disrespect our, our opponents. We have the utmost for England and every other team we've faced and every other team we will face forever and ever. Here's the thing. There's always going to be a double standard if you have to bring it back to respecting your opponent. Uh, Come on! Yeah. (laughs) Stick with just wah, wah, wah. We're America. Fuck you, everyone else. We are America and we don't respect shit. I want want the women's national team to be trashing hotel rooms. Right. I want to change our mascot into Andrew Dice Clay. And we run them out (laughs) with a big American flag that has, instead of 50 stars... 50 middle fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and 14 stripes. You know why? Fuck you. For no reason. Yeah, because two of those original colonies are bullshit. You know, don't you don't you don't you want a soccer team that has an in-your-face attitude? I'm a, yeah. punk, I'm a punk rock fan. Of I want everything to have that attitude. And if this game didn't want to get fucked, maybe it shouldn't be so beautiful. Whoa. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I basically want to be a roller derby team that bullies the world. That sounds yeah, right. That's yeah. kind of what I yeah. want. That makes sense. Women's World Cup, every other team, death watch. Women's World Cup, every other team, death watch. Brought to you by... Cups. If you put liquid in it, you can drink from it. Joining us now on the podcast is White House Undersecretary of White House Defense and Golf Travel, Dan Blickman. That's me. Hi, I'm Dan, Dan Blickman. Under Secretary of White House Events and Golf Travel. Thanks for coming on, Dan. Can you tell us a little bit, what does your, your job entail? Uh, I've got a very busy schedule, so whenever the White House has events, I have to act as undersecretary, right? make sure that they <laughs> go off well. Okay. And then when President Donald J. Trump is on his golf travel, I have to make sure that he wins, wins, wins no matter what. Do you, do you coordinate Just any like of the, the travel? Just like the DJ Khaled song. Do you, but do you, do you coordinate the golf travel? I'm sorry, I don't see how no, the I'm golf... I'm mostly there to manage the scorecard, make sure that his scorecard has a lower number than the scorecards of the others. I don't suppose you do that by training Donald Trump to be better at golf, That's not what I do. <laughs> okay. Nope, Donald J. Trump is the best golfer in the world. He's got the best health of anyone in the world. He's really the greatest guy, best lover of anyone in the world. I mean, I feel like that's a, I don't know how not your Trump area, Dan. Is number one. All right. Okay. Yep. All right. Absolutely. All right. Okay. But so more importantly than the golf travel at this particular moment, I've got to make sure that when the women's U.S. team wins the World Cup, that 
their visit to the White House goes off without a hitch no matter what Megan Trader Rapino says about not coming to the White House. Okay, okay. well, yeah. pump, pump so, the brakes there. Yeah, there, there has Trainer been to enough. America, real Benedict Arnold. At first, I, I mean, thought you said Megan Trainer, and I got confused. Oh, I was, no, I heard not the Megan same Trainer. thing. Megan Trainer had makes delightful music. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't listen to it because I'm all yeah. man. Uh, I, I just, I gotta say though, I'm a little, I mean, she's out there representing our country, you know, winning the women's world cup on no, our behalf. No, I mean, no. as she is being carried by the rest of her team, <laughs> the rest of her team is get their legs probably hurt, not from running around their little field, playing their little women's soccer game, but mo- the biggest because they're carrying game. women's, they're carrying Megan Rapido all over that. Field. Okay. So here's she a- is the, in the worst shape of any. Donald Trump wouldn't even look at her. Oh, well, okay. Well, okay. Let's say he thinks she's a pig. <laughs> I, he says it. I don't doubt that. But yeah. let's say let's say she's not coming. Okay. Let's say, yep. let's just say that. But other people might. The rest of the team could not be more excited to come visit the really? White House. Really? Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I, okay. I had heard differently though. I no, had heard, we had no, heard mixed no, things. No, we had heard no, mixed no. things. No, I was talking to another member of the team the other day. Oh, she's so excited. Do you have a name? So excited to visit. Can who, who's Look, I just call them women's soccer one and two. I don't really care. Can you until... describe her physically? We good could... looking. Okay. She she works out. They're all good looking. Yep, she yeah. works out. Let me tell you, she couldn't be more excited. She couldn't be more excited to be done. But go figure. But again, uh, that could you, could you tell us specifically who this is? Well, probably one of the soccer players on the team. Look, we don't do like mean? to wait, think wait, of wait, women. Wait, 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 we wait, don't wait, like wait. to think of women as having names so much as they have physicalities. Did you say she's one of the blonde ones? Oh God. Okay, so uh, we, we'll review that later. But you said probably on the team. No, she's on the team. She was wearing the jersey and everything. Looked good in the jersey. Oh, so okay. a, a blonde woman wearing the jersey told oh, you she but, was going to come to the White House. But go, but go figure. She she had to she had to go to church that day. No, it's good. She's a good Christian. Had to go to church that day. Okay. So we get it. Couldn't make it to the White House. I it's mean, fine. Uh, Dan, have you scheduled the visit yet? Oh, of course we've scheduled the visit. Okay, so there is a day for yep, it. Yeah, Monday afternoon, right after they win the Women's okay, World Cup. Okay, so what's what's the RSVP count at? Well, it's at zero right now, but we're working on it. They don't call me undersecretary for nothing. Well, that means, yeah, that means you're doing a lot of that the real legwork. A lot right? of the real legwork, you bet. So, uh, the very valid excuse, you gotta go to church, right? This is a Christian country, and you gotta go to church that day. Okay, okay. seems a little suspect to me, because yeah. it's not a, a church isn't traditionally a Monday oh, yeah. afternoon sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, you one could go to church any time. Oh, yeah. And there was a brunette one like that was could... very close to RSVP. Really? Oh, okay. Very close. She was, like, so excited. Can't wait to meet Donald Trump. Can I give him a kiss on the lips? Haha, <laughs> just kidding, but not really. You know, she was like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, but go figure... Got to get a tonsillectomy. Okay. Yeah, do, do you tonsillitis a, is going around these days. Do you have days. a name for this player? I told you she's one <laughs> of the brunette ones. Okay. I think he's being as specific as he, he can as be. As I uh, choose yeah, to no, be. I, I, I completely understand. I'm just sort of... And I'm wondering the context in which you asked them. Was this like you personally accosted them and they sort of said um and ah for a few seconds and then spat that out usually they do but that's yeah. because you know women don't think as fast as men that's i don't so think that's true at they all um man. and ah a little bit before they said this because they have to absorb what the man is asking them and then they have to lots of members know. of both gen, gen john 
genders uh, uh, say. Having a, are you having a little female yeah, moment here, Joel? <laughs> that's okay, fine. That's, that's, that's Joel has studied improv for over 10 years, and um and ah uh <laughs> are some of his favorite words. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Nothing makes it funnier when you repeat um Well, let me uh, tell you, I was talking to one of the ones that looked a little ethnic-y, you know? Well, one of the ones on the team that looked a little ethnic-y. really terrible. So, you know, if she wants to come, fine. We'd like to have her, but, you know, fine. She doesn't come. Not the highest priority. That feels so not me good. She's probably the least likely person to come. But this is this is what she said. Can't come. She's a vegetarian. The <laughs> couldn't come. She doesn't have to eat. I mean, she couldn't food. come because she's a vegetarian. So we said, fine, we don't want you. We don't want you anyways. Dan, is it possible that these are all excuses that they're giving to you because... They no, they're so you. excited. They love Donald J. Trump. I, it, it, you know it, why? I, because they're Americans. I'm American and I hate Donald J. Trump. <laughs> you don't really mean that. Not that you're American. You're clearly a commie. <laughs> well, what, clearly what, a communist. What, what about the girls who, who haven't made up their mind yet? I'm sorry, women. What about the women who haven't made up their oh, mind yet? Oh, yeah. What would you say to them? Have you tried to like pitch? Like, How would you entice them? Okay, to this is how the, I entice them. are on the fence. You yeah. know. I say, look, we're going to invite you to the White House to meet master donald j trump already they're getting very excited both sexually and uh, vocally <laughs> right at that point i say look you get a photo op you can uh maybe give him a little kiss on the cheek if he likes you enough maybe more i don't know <laughs> you might be able to have some real fun at this white house visit there's gonna be fast food there okay multiple restaurants perhaps okay all right uh, per- definitely mcdonald's and maybe another one I'm guessing Chick-fil-A will be the other one. But, you know, as much of that food as they want. Okay. Which, uh, now, at this point, they are their mouths are dripping and, you know, what else, right? And uh, so then we say, look, you're going to come in. You'll, you'll be able to see them. You'll be able to, like, maybe give them a kiss if you're hot enough. And then uh, after that, then you can go brag to your friends that you got to be around Lord Donald J. Trump. And no one bit on this offer. Oh, wait. Well, no, they're all decide. They they're trying. They're trying to free so up. So this was schedule. this was the pitch you gave them. This is the yeah. pitch. I oh, gave okay. These were the people that yep. didn't have a ready excuse. And let me tell you, the equipment manager was ready to say yes. Really? She was ready to say yes. Why? The equipment manager. Why? Yep, the equipment manager. Why didn't she? Uh, well, go figure. She had to put away equipment that day. Because of the pitch. Oh, no, okay. Well, then, I know. She, she, has, no, she, she had was a long about day. to say yes. She said I, after the World Jordan, Cup, there's a lot of equipment to put away. She's uh, the equipment manager. I feel like your your default setting is sympathy for the guest. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's just wildly inappropriate. She had to sign in the jerseys. They have to give them back at the end of the season so that they can recycle them for next season. They right. let them keep the jerseys? Well, of course not. Haven't you ever played Little League? Women's sports are kind of like Little League. I, I, Dan, I don't know that what you've said in this interview is, is going to get the, the goal that you want of a large attendance here. Well, let, let me tell you, hey, if, if none of them can make it for one reason or another, just find a bunch of broads off the street, put them in jerseys and invite them. Nobody knows what the team looks like anyways. Who gives a shit? I'm going to make a suggestion. Who gives that, a shit? Well, Dan, that I, the team goes and... Donald J. Trump is a, is a genius. I think they should go visit Hillary Clinton at home in upstate New York. You mean in prison? <laughs> lock her up. Lock her I up. I think they should lock visit astronauts. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh, astronauts in Women's World Cup. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard about the Space Force? Very exciting. Okay. All uh, right. They're Dan. astronaut Thanks. warriors. Uh, Thanks. They're going to have space well, lasers. 
Uh, we appreciate you showing up, Dan. Hey, I appreciate you guys keeping your commie mouth shut. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, snow kiting. Ooh. We may uh, have done this one before. I don't remember. I don't think we have. I definitely have no memory of snow kiting. Okay, perfect. Then, well, s- unless unless this is like a different name for bog snorkeling. No. Yeah, it's a different thing. Right. It would be a terrible name for bog well, snorkeling. Oh, well, I mean, it would have nothing okay. to do with snow or kiting. Oh yeah, because the English are so well known for their their sensible nickname. <laughs> That's fair. Everything's a Tommy Hawker. Yeah. Uh, snow kiting or kite skiing is an outdoor winter sport where people use kite power to glide on snow or ice. Oh, cool. yeah. so it's like hang gliding meets cross country skiing right without all that like having to use your legs oh i hate that I that's what that's what the worst part of cross country you just skiing. lean back and let oh, the wind and, take and you'll see people do this in the ocean too where they've got like the giant kite that they're hanging on to and yeah. they're just like skipping around you mean kite surfing this uh, is snow kiting oh uh so the skier uses the kite to give them power to go over large jumps Ooh. oh they do jumps they do jumps oh, man like wakeboarding ish uh, the sport is similar to water-based kiteboarding, but with uh, footwear used in snowboarding or skiing to help it keep you attached to the uh, Well, yeah. Okay. Things. Got it. Uh, the principles of using the kite are the same, but in different terrain. Hmm. Snow rather than water. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. In the early days of snow kiting, foil kites were the most common type. Nowadays, many kiteboarders use inflatable kites. Foil? Yeah, I guess. These were those were the old days. Yeah, why would you go yeah. with foil? Oh, the foil kite like era. Like the parachute style. <laughs> like the World War II parachutes, weren't those foil? I can't think they were I foil. I don't think they well, were they're, foil. They're like uh, foil base, right? They're crunchy. I, if when that, they rolled if them up, that it was like is crunch, the case, crunch, this crunch, is crunch, the crunch, first crunch. that I'm hearing about it. All right. I might be wrong, but I think I'm right. Hey, is this parachute crunchy? <laughs> yes, Sam Sergeant. Get out there. Yes, Sam Sergeant. There's an anvil inside of my backpack. Uh, we got to stop wrapping the anvils and use parachutes. That's really true. That's- <laughs> Uh, however, since 2013, newly developed racing foil kites seem to dominate speed races and exhibition races like Red Bull Ragnarok. Oh, you know what? I'll bet they mean foil, not like aluminum foil. Right, but, you like, know, like foil is in crunchy. It's in crunchy. No. Yeah. yeah, like an air foil is sometimes used in an aerodynamic uh, context. You mean like to a mean... spoiler? Is a spoiler a foil? No. Like, like on a, a spoiler on a car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of like that. Uh, but on airplanes, I want to say they call them foils in some cases. Okay. It's like a fin. All right. Uh, okay. Or Phil's right in parachutes I think are crunchy. Just crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to jump from a plane Somebody a tweet at us at Sports Number 3 Podcast and back me up. Foil parachutes were used in World War II and they were very, very crunchy. I hope so. I'm not World saying War you're wrong. I'm just saying I, yeah. I, I, I'm interested to look this up and if they were, find out why. All right. Well, Red Bull Ragnarok, which is a big snow, snow kiting thing, it's held on. Ooh, someone the, should tell them that they there's a movie out. It uses a similar name. 
Oh, Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, and and that's what they call the apocalypse in Norse Well, mythology. the reason why is it's held in Norwegian's Hardangervida Plateau. Oh! So it's Ragnarok because it's dangerous in Norwegian, you know? Excellent pronunciation, <laughs> Phil. Thank you! And the Vake Mini Expedition Race, which is held in Norway's most northern Varanger Peninsula... Uh, snow kiting differs from other alpine sports in that it's possible for the snow kiter to travel uphill and downhill with any wind direction. That's really cool. That's, That's seems crazy. That you seems can fun. ski fast. Oh yeah, up a you hill. could like tack uphill even if you're going mostly into the wind. Yeah, that just would look so cool to see someone ski uphill. Yeah. Imagine That'd how be a cool easy visual. Everest would. Though be. I imagine if you did go, wee, <laughs> you're at the top. There, it, and then you go over it like a jump and go cowabunga. <laughs> you would. You would certainly be one of the most interesting dead bodies discarded <laughs> sure. and left at the top of Mount Everest. And then Everest. the Sherpa would be like, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm sure the Sherpa would be fine, but you, oh, sure. you would be dead. Uh, snow kiting is becoming increasingly popular in places often associated with skiing and snowboarding, such as Russia, Canada, Iceland, France, Switzerland, Austria, Norway, Sweden, and northern and central United States. Those are all places. Yeah, they always okay. got to specify because it's like hockey is popular in not all of the United States. Right. <laughs> Parts. <laughs> Parts of it. The sport is becoming more diverse as adventurers use kites to travel great distances and sports enthusiasts push the boundaries of freestyle, big air, speed, and backcountry exploration. I wonder if this is just a faster way to travel too. Yes. Yeah. Like why why use the cross-country skis when you can pop yourself on your kite board? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit about technique and ride, just so we unpack that a little. Snow kiting is very similar to windsurfing technique. It's harder to maintain balance than basic snowboarding, since the hands and arms have to control the kite and thus are not available (laughs) for balance. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's Yeah, that'd be difficult. Couldn't you also, like, uh, if you fall and you're hanging onto the kite, do you not fall the whole way? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Because you're hanging onto your kite. It's not going the right way. With previous snowboard models, it was necessary to minimize side cuts to avoid inadvertently riding upwind. This happens because leaning back uh, is a counterweight against the force of the kite. The heels of the skier naturally dig into the snow, causing the board to turn upwind. Hmm. So they have like a special board. Yeah, that allow you to lean back. Lean back. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Modern. Thank you. uh, (laughs) Modern reverse camber snowboards have addressed this problem. I don't know what those are. Thank God. Yeah, uh, there are oh, camber snowfield snowboards. They're uh, they're at the store right next to the foil parachutes, and that brings it into another wide world of weird sports. I hope Joel falls out of a plane and doesn't have a crunchy foil parachute, so he just flops at the ground. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to close another sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back Dan Blickman to give you our contact information. All right, it's Dan Blickman, and I am back. You to are. Give you. Uh, a little bit of a message from President Donald J. Trump oh. uh, about uh, what, what you should go on social media and what you should say. Okay. So, uh, if you want to, you can go to at Sports Number 3 Podcast. Make sure to also at Real Donald Trump and just talk about what a great job one of the two of them are doing. You know, <laughs> And that one... President Donald J. Trump. I don't know. It might be us. I think it's yeah. think, number three think podcast. Not a lot of inferior. people out there where you could make that comparison and I would go with us. 
But yep. this is one case where I, yes, think that we're doing a better job. Or you can go to Liberal Facebook by going to <laughs> liberalfacebook.com slash sports number three podcast. I don't think you need liberal information. I think it's, I think it's just facebook.com slash yeah. sports number three podcast, Dan. The oh, liberal is implied. It's a, It probably redirects, I would guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's sports number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to... Uh, Share a lot of articles from the Daily Caller because they're getting their voice silenced. Or you can find all the back episodes at anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. It's easy to remember because it's anchor like the anchor on Donald Trump's yacht. It's FM like for MAGA. And it's sports number three podcast because it's the show that featured Dan Blickman. Uh, th- thank you, Dan. You're welcome. Hey, guys. Joel. Joel. It's good to have us all three back. Yeah, it really is. It, it really is. Bye, Bye Joel. Joel.